priesthood, holy nation, how Rabosokurama and my covering, oh God, on tonight, my spiritual father. Amen. On every Wednesday night, amen. Apostolic alignment. You can also follow him on RPHN Radio, amen, on, amen, throughout the week, amen. And we thank God, amen, that he didn't find time, amen, find time, amen, to be able, amen, to, to help his daughter out, amen, throughout the week, amen, and to push, amen, throughout the week. And we thank you, amen. Hallelujah. So that he has given us the opportunity, amen, to embark in his presence, amen, every day through the week, amen. And we just thank God for him releasing, amen, his anointing, amen, on this podcast on today, amen. And as we get forth to bring forth this man of God today, on tonight, on Apostolic Alignment, amen. You can hear him on ELR Prophetic Shift, amen, and also the radio podcast, amen, broadcast radio of all. R-P-H-N Radio Broadcast Network. We bring to you none other, amen, that I very own, amen. Keep a powerful, amen, rotten hate on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Grace and peace, blessings and honor to each and every one. Hallelujah. Those that are listening in Germany, Canada, Africa, throughout the United States, Grace and peace, blessings and honor once again. I want to welcome you to Apostolic Alignment, amen, um, where we dig deep in the word. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. Allow God's anointing to destroy the yokes that we are facing with. I look at today's time in which we are living in. We are living in the last days, and it's going to take a special anointing. You can't have church as usual. Um, we want the old traditions, but I'm sorry to tell you those days are gone. We cannot have church as usual. Um, we have to get in the face of God. We have to really lay out and fast and pray and see how God is directing us as a group, as a Christian family, amen, as well as individually, because we all have our own assignments. And today, I want to talk to you about whose glorious mantle do you truly want. I've ministered this word before, but it's, it, is, it is very necessary to to understand that we, hallelujah, have to be empowered by God's Holy Spirit. Many leaders have uh, uh, used this mantle stuff umbilically because in actuality in the New Testament, it does not talk about a mantle. If you read, if you can find one mantle in the New Testament, I have a hundred dollars I could give you. That was under the old covenant. But anyway, I have ministers that um, uh, are apostles, uh, where they say they are uh, uh, prophets or bishops or whatever, talking about if you be under this ministry, my mantle will fall on you. Well, I'm sorry, I don't want your mantle. It's just really not good enough. (laughs) And I'm so glad that Jesus left his, and it's called the Holy Ghost. And his name is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Rahakadesh. Amen. Let us read, bless God, Second Kings, 
and I'm going to start at the 8th verse, and I'm going to read down to the 14th verse. Second Kings. If you need time to get your Bibles, uh, i got nothing but time. And though I'm a little tired from working all day, I say the overtime for God's people. Amen. Hallelujah. If you need me to hold up, just say, hold on, Apostle. It's okay. Amen. Second Kings 8. I mean, excuse me, the second Kings, the second chapter, the eighth through the 14th verse. And it reads as follows. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it reads as follows. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smoked the waters. And they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass. When they were gone over, that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they were as they still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire, and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into the heavens. And in the, and and Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horses and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more, and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. And he took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the banks of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smoked the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they departed hither and thither, and Elijah went over. I want to read one more voice. And the sons of the prophets, which were, uh, and the sons of the prophets, which were uh, to view at Jericho saw him and said, The spirit of Elijah does rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray that your Holy Spirit possess me, that I'm able to minister your word with power and clarity. Let the seed of your word dwell in the deep rich soul of your people's spirit. Let it revelate to their soul, their mind, which is their mind, their intellect, their reasoning, thinking, decision-making, emotion, feeling, and free will, to the point that it overflows in the physical, earthly realm, that men may not only believe but know without a shadow of a doubt that you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who hung, bled, and died on the cross, and better yet rose again on the third day, redeeming us from the curse of the law of sin and death and empowered us by your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
to be able to do miracle signs and wonders. And not only miracle signs and wonders, divine healing. To change the atmosphere in any place, in any room. In the name of your holy child, Jesus. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, I pray. And let the body of Christ say amen. Bless you, Jesus. I want to talk to you. Whose glorious mantle do you really want? Whose glorious mantle do you really want? I'm so tired of listening to these preachers, like as I stated earlier during this broadcast. If you be under this ministry, my mantle will be on you, son or daughter. Well, the truth of the matter is, nobody on this planted mantle is good enough for you. It's not good enough for me. So we're going to really look at this mantle thing and see what uh, what's really up about the mantle. So first of all, we're going to look at Elijah and Elisha and their relationship. Because, see, this scripture teaches us about the subject of transferred power and how you can have God's power in your life. Here's an old man facing eternity with his great life's work coming to an end. He knows by premonition that he is going to be taken up. And by him stands this young man with stars in his eyes and, 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 and having seen the great, uh, seen this great old man and his faith and spirit of God in his life through which he had done such great things upon the earth. Elijah wasn't no joke. This young man watched every miracle. He heard every pro prophetical utterance. He was his student. He was his armor bearer, as some say today. The old man leans over towards him and says, Elijah, what is it that you want? What do you want me to do for you before I am taken up into heaven away from you? In other words, what is your greatest desires? What have you been believing for or dreaming about? Somebody once said, hey, you better be careful about your dreams because they are subject to come to pass. Quick in a flash, the young man said, Elijah, let a double portion of your spirit and power be upon me. My God. The old man said, wait a minute now. You have asked a hard thing. However, if you see me when I go up, it will happen to you. But if not, it will not happen. Now, the question is, saints of God, what did Elijah mean when he made that statement? If you see me, it will happen. But if not, it won't happen. What did he truly mean? I hear I heard many preachers preach on this and just someone clicking. It was a great message, don't get me wrong, but just something wasn't clicking. So 
The Lord, let me just dig a little deeper. First of all, Elijah was talking about his own unshakable conviction to let God be God. How many of us are really letting God be God? Have a real personal conviction to let God be God. When the nation of Israel was backslidden and nothing could bring the people back like today, couldn't bring the people back to God, when the great stronghold of King Ahab and Queen Jezebel upon the nation had to be broken and there was no one else to stand forth, Elijah appeared before the king and the people and said, how long will you halt between two opinions? If God be God, let him be God. <clears throat> he said, uh, you built your altar and, and, and call on your God, and I will build my altar and call on my God and the God who answers by fire. Let him be God. In other words, Elijah was saying, you can know there is a God, and you can know that God is God. So why do you waver between two opinions, whether if he has any power or not? COVID don't have no power. Our God has power. The government don't have no power. Our God has power. The earth is the Lord's and the full, uh, 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 the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwells therein. What do we own? We don't own the cars we drive, even though we hold the title. We don't own the houses we, we live in, even though we may hold the title to the house. Why? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything on this planet is his. We are possessors of all things. We don't own a thing. Let's get that straight, first of all. And if we don't own nothing, we don't have nothing to lose. That make you a greater preacher when you don't have nothing to lose. Amen or ouch, it's the truth anyhow. We try to make our heaven here on this earth, and it's a waste of time. We are pilgrims passing through. The saints forgotten about that because they don't preach on that. Whether he has any power, the false prophet utterly failed in the efforts to prove their God. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. They they totally failed. Hallelujah. They 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 cut themselves and everything, and 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 they just totally failed. But when Elijah prayed, fire came stricken down from the elements of heaven, consuming the sacrifice, lit up the dust and drank up the water, and the people fell on their faces and cried, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. How many leaders today really proving God by his power and by his strength? Hello, somebody. Are you just getting uh, a prophetical utterance? That's how bad your God is, just to have a prophetical utterance. God is more than a prophecy, saints of God. He's a healer, a deliverer. Amen, somebody. We have to take God to another level and quit procrastinating and, you know, the hooping and hollering and, and always just only prophesying. Yeah, God is more than that. 
He's more than that. And we need to get it in our spirit that God is more than that. Sometimes God is not even speaking as much as some of these folks prophesying. So we have to be careful. The people fell on their face and said, the Lord, he is God. They fell. They fell. They didn't bow down. It wasn't a willing act. They fell on their faces. Read your Bible. They fell. When you get in the presence of God, you can't stand. Who and what can stand in the glory of the living God? Amen, somebody. You got to come to a moment in your life when you stop hawking between two opinions, saints, or whether there is a God or whether God is God. There must be a moment when God becomes real to you. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt in my heart, there is a God, and God is God. And he's surely a God of power, and he is a God in the now. That's why the Bible tells us now faith, not tomorrow faith. Now faith, not ten minutes from now faith. Present faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What Elijah was saying to the young man, Elijah, if you could see me, how I, how I let God be God in my life, then you can have a double portion of letting God be God in your life. But if not, you cannot have it. The second thing I noticed about the prophet Elijah, hallelujah, Elijah wanted the young man to, to see, uh, uh, to see that, hallelujah, to, 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 to see uh, uh, um, that Elijah, knowing who his source was, he wanted him to understand who is your source. A lot of people made Social Security their source. But I heard it. I work a hundred years, but suppose the government go broke. The, the, the stock market really dropped. And he had dropped already. Who's your source? When the folks can't even give an, uh, a tithe or offering to your local congregations and, uh, or you, someone lose their jobs. Amen. Who's your source? Elijah wanted the, the, the young man, Elisha, to understand who is his source. He wanted to make sure that he understood that God was his source. When the prophet uh, 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 when the prophet, amen, um, um, had to run from King Ahab, um, there was, uh, uh, he had to go to King Ahab and let him know that there will not be any rain or no dew. Y'all read the story. I don't believe I'm just talking to all novices. He said there will be no rain or no dew except by my word. Listen here, it wasn't even a process the Lord. He walked so close with God. He had a personal relationship with God, so intimate with the Lord that God just honored his word. He just came to pass. Three years it was shut up. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He, he, the, the, the Lord had uh, uh, shut up the heaven for three years, and there he had found out that God was the source. The Lord had sent birds to drop bread and meat to him, ravens, morning and night. When that stopped, God sent them to the widow's house, who had only uh, a, a, enough meal and oil in her house to cook one meal, one cake, before she and her son would die. And I'm tired of you bootleg prophets using her to raise money. Sow a seed for your need. It rhymes, but that's not in the Bible. Because the Bible says in the first Corinthians, uh, first Corinthians or second Corinthians, he said, um, um, don't sow grudgingly nor out of necessity. So where do sow a seed for your need come from? Hey, give your tithes and your offering to God going to do what he said he's going to do in his word. Keep it simple. And if God is not, uh, if, uh, if folks is not giving, paying their tithes and offering, as the scripture should say, God's still going to take care of what's his. But the question is, are you his for him to take care of? Amen or ouch. Because there's nowhere in the Bible you can find a $100 line, a $1,000 line, $5,000 line, $50 line, $25 line. I haven't seen that in the scripture. That's why COVID crept up and shut all the doors to the churches. Who was on the wall to see it? Prophet. Uh, I thought you were seeing it all. Apostle. I thought you were so close to God that he was telling it all. I hate to say it like this, but it's reality. We are the super leaders now that had all these big old uh, television ministries and doing all these big old crusades, healing crusades, and, and everything else, and everything shut down. We had a woman on the line, my daughter and the Lord, who had COVID-19. We prayed and got rid of COVID-19. The Holy Ghost had healed her. Amen. Because God has given Jesus a name above every name. COVID-19 is nothing but a name. But I know a name that is higher than COVID-19. Poverty. And everything else. His name is Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Elijah said to the widow, go ahead. But cook me a little cake first. The cake, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, then cook for you and your son, he said. And the Lord says, okay, and the Lord says, not no fake dreamer. The Lord says, the meal in the barrel will not waste and the oil in the cruise will not diminish until he sends rain upon the earth. And she obeyed. 
Why did she obey? That's a good question. She obeyed the man of God because she knew that that man of God had a rapport. He was known throughout the region that when he says something, it surely does come to pass. The man had a rapport with God. She knew that he had a close relationship with the Lord, that he wasn't a fake and a fraud, a a fly-by-night preacher. He wasn't a fly-by-night preacher. He was the real deal. Amen, somebody. So she obeyed. She released her faith in God, and she looked to the Lord as her source. God multiplied her, the seed that was sown by making that cake. As we read, they ate for many days. Now, God was Elijah's source, supplying his every need so he could continue doing his work. When Elijah had defeated King Ahab and brought the nation back to God, and, and, and a contract was put out on his life. Jezebel was upset. Again, the man of God had to flee. The man of God, he had to flee. He went a day's journey and came to a lonely area. And there he fell down on his face and said, God, I'm no better than my fathers. They persecuted them, and they are persecuting me. Take away my life. He wanted to die. He had a pity party. I tried to change things, but I failed. I can't, Lord. And 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 they're and they're trying to kill me. They're trying to kill me. And he fell asleep. God didn't pay none of that no mind. Matter of fact, he didn't answer him that night. But what did he do? The very next day, early in the morning, Elijah had awakened to a, a beautiful meal that had been cooked on the coals of fire by an angel from heaven. Uh, this happened twice. And Elijah rose up and ate and went in the strength of the angels, cooking for 40 days. He didn't have to have any human resources for that particular trip. Elijah had only to put his Amen. Now, Elijah was saying to the young man, Elijah, Elijah, hallelujah, if you can, if you can see me as I look to God as my source, you, uh, and, uh, you will see him as your source. Then you'll have a double portion of God being your source. But if not, it will not happen. How do you see God, saints? How do you see God? God is not a pacifist. He sees everything that's going on in this earth realm. And we talk about the president, uh, uh, political parties, more than we talk about God. We talk about COVID-19 more than we're talking about God. The trick of the enemy, that's a distraction. That's why we have to have a special anointing for this hour and let the fearful just go on home to heaven. Just lay down and just 
this Lord take my life and lay down and go home to heaven. The fearful. Really. Because in this hour, you got to have some power to deal with what is to come. It's going to get worse, y'all. All these prophetical lies and about all this money coming and all this other stuff coming, coming, coming. Uh, the Bible says, in the last days, perilous times shall come. You don't say all this stuff was coming. The blessing part is you holding on to your salvation and to the anointing of the living God and winning souls. For he that winneth souls is wise. Hallelujah. And this was something, This is, and now this is saying something tremendous to you and I. Who is your source? Do you think when man fails you and forsake you or when what you have done doesn't work, that it means that it's all over? The devil is a lie. The God, uh, then God is saying, let God be God in your life. Understand that the God of limitless resources is the source of your supply. If one door closed, thanks to God, the Lord will open up another. God will make a way for you where there is no way. And if you will only trust him as your source. I trust in the source who lead me to his resources. The government is not your source. Your paycheck is not your source. Your job is not your source. The tithes and offering that's coming in is not your source. Preachers, God is your source. Because he don't need church folks to bless you. He'll have a stranger come bless you. Have an a, a angel come and, and, and with a briefcase full of funds and pay the church off, your house off, send your kids to college and everything else. That is, if he's your source. And you don't have to proper lie for it either. Have a $100 line. Those, that's the tradition of men, whether you believe it or not. God is saying, let God be God in your life. Let God be your source. If we could see him, uh, he was telling Elijah, if you could see God, uh, 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 how I let God be God in my life, you have a double portion of letting God be God in your life. He was letting the young man know at that time that if you can uh, uh, see, see how I let God be my source, Hallelujah. Then you will have a double portion of letting God be your source. Then the third thing Elijah went, uh, uh, um, meant when he had told the young man, if you see me when I go up, hallelujah, you, you will receive a double portion of my spirit. What's this, thanks of God? Elijah understood that there is a still, small voice of God in every heart. Hmm. Elijah went upon a mountain and into a cave, and suddenly the sky was ripped by a mighty storm. The thunder and the lightning was 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 going off, hallelujah, and in the rain and the wind and, and the noise had rushed in. Then 
Not only that, it didn't stop there. Then it was an earthquake and it shook the mountain. Hallelujah. I was, it, it was a terrible time for, uh, of confusion and fear for Elijah. But God was not in none of that stuff. He wasn't in the thunder. He wasn't in the lightning. He wasn't in the mighty wind. Hallelujah. He wasn't in the earthquake. He wasn't in none of that. And in the midst of it all, Elijah wrapped his face in his mantle, and inside himself he heard by faith a still small voice of God. Rise up, Elijah, and leaping up from the confusion of the storm, uh, from everything that was going wrong, and, 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 and resumed his life with power and great success. How many of us are doing that? We have examples of forefathers in, in, uh, in the gospel is showing us, written it down for us to, 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 to follow the inspired word of God. Listen, there's a lot of uh, uh, awful lot of confusion in this world today. There, there, there things are breaking down and you read Hallelujah, or listen on your iPod and with this modern technology, all about the terrible things that's going on in the world. You hear morbid news uh, on a new cast, and, and you look around, and things aren't happening right for you. And the storm of it all seems to drown out the voice of God. Get back focused, saints. But the devil is a buck tooth lie. Let me tell you, he that, he, 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 oh my God, he who spins the universe, scoop out the beds, hallelujah, for, uh, for the ocean and flung the stars from his fingertips and sculpt the mountain peaks, hallelujah, speaks inside of you and I today in a still, small voice, and we have to hear that voice to be led by his Holy Spirit. Elijah was saying to, the, to, to, to Elisha, if you can believe that God speaks, hallelujah, he still speaks, hallelujah, in a still small voice, then you will have a double portion, hallelujah, of hearing God's still small voice in your spirit. You have a double portion. He wasn't talking about just power. He was just, he was talking about the lifestyle. Being holy. Hallelujah. And since of the Most High God, if God spoke then, he speaks today. We think back on how he has spoken to men like Elijah uh, in the Bible. But it's meaningless unless we understand that God still speaks to you and I today. Elijah was saying the power of God in his life was transferable. Elijah was not God's power, even though a lot of leaders think that they are. Psych. But anyway, Elijah was not God's power. He was, uh, he had, he had God's power, but it, 
did not leave the earth when he had went up. He did not take the power of God with him. It was not his to take. Neither did it diminish when he went up. There, hallelujah, you and I can have this power. The same power Elijah worked with, the same power that Jesus had worked with, the same power that the apostle worked with. We quote these scriptures, but we are not uh, 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 displaying nothing. These signs shall follow them that believe. That's a plural statement. Not just the apostles, not just the prophets, not just the evangelists, not just the pastors, not just the teachers, but amen, them, all who believe. The congregation. But are we really teaching the congregation how to stand, or do we want to hold them hostage, prisoner, and dependent on us as leaders only? Instead of teaching them how to depend on God and his anointing. We missed it. We missed the church. That's why this stuff crept up on us. And I've been preaching about, about this stuff coming for a long time. But nobody wanted to hear Apostle Tate. You know, he's he crazy. He don't know what he's talking about. Uh, he's just seeing uh, delusions. And, uh, bless you, Jesus. Elijah, if you could Hallelujah. Now, Elijah was, was, was letting him know that this power is transferable. Elijah, if you could see me in the move of the Spirit, if you could see me in my understanding to let God be God, if you could see me uh, making God my source and, uh, and, and make God your source and listen to his still, small, inner voice, and know that God's power is transferable and will never diminish. If you can see this, Elisha, if you can believe and release your faith for it, Elisha, then no doubt a double portion of power will be given unto you. But if not, it won't. Will you believe today? Will you pay the price? To believe today? Will you go through the persecution, the slander, the backbiting for it today? Because you got to choose today. Because God don't need no wimps. He needs soldiers. You know, we when I was growing up in church, and they need to bring these old songs back. Uh, we used to sing, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier. In the army, we don't say no songs. Now. Uh, that's why so many wimps in the pulpits and wimps in the choir stand and wimps in the ass musicians. They're not even saved. No spiritual power and resources to lean on. They can hoop good. They can arouse the people good. But where's the power? When the last time you seen a dead man get up uh, out of the casket physically? When was the last time you physically seen blinded eyes open? When was the last time you seen deaf ears popped open in your local churches? Where's the power? 
not emotionalism, not hype, not to go ahead now, preach, ha. I'm talking about displaying, allowing the Holy Spirit to, to display who he is through us, thanks of God. Because this is the power that is going to be needed in these end times. Elijah had to face the government. King Ahab, Queen Jezebel, they were the government. But they say those. During that time, they were the government. And he defeated the government. By the power and the anointing of God. You cannot, saints of God, understand me. You cannot uh, 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 vote out racial discrimination. You cannot uh, 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 protest out racial discrimination. You cannot even fight and shoot out racial discrimination. Only way you can deal with it if you cast it out. Where's the power? This is demonic that is happening. And when you try to fight carnally, you're still demonic on your behalf. Truth anyhow. Only way to make a change is you cast it out. Cast it out to churches, black church, white church. It's only people church, regardless what color they are. God save people. Where's the power? The power of this love. The power of the fruit of the Spirit. The power of the gifts of the Spirit. Not just prophecy. Not just the word of knowledge. Not just the tongues and interpretation of tongues. I'm talking about the rest of it. Where is it? Not just the word gifts. I'm talking about power gifts. Where is it? Something to think about. Church, what God is revealing to us right now, like he was revealing to Elijah, to to Elisha through Elijah, if we can uh, concentrate upon letting God be God, and if we can look upon God as our source of total supply, and not man or material things or or anything else in this world. If we, in the midst of confusion and loud noise of this world, can settle down and let the still small voice of God speak to our inner man, if we can have this great power of God uh, uh, in our lives, if we can just let God be God in us. We can have it. Only if, and if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. While they were standing there by the riverside, Elijah took his mantle, stepped over 
to the Jordan and, and, and smote the waters and the water began to, uh, to be troubled and then they, they parted to the left and to the right and they both walked on dry ground and as they stood walking, a whirlwind came up and a, and a chariot of fire, hallelujah, uh, drawn by horses of fire appeared and Elijah hopped on and, and away he went. The first space journey, greater than NASA, and it didn't even cost a dime. It was no overhead at all or a budget. I mean, it was a free ride. Then God just touched the shoulder of Elijah as he went up, and his mantle fell down off, uh, fell down off his shoulder and came and twirling down to uh, from space and fell right in front of the young man Elijah. And Elijah took off his own outer garment, he tore it into pieces and threw it down. He threw it to the side and he picked up the mantle of the uh, of the man of God and he walked over to the edge and asked the question, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Now, mind you, he did not say, where is God's Elijah? He said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? He no longer, he no longer had his mind on the man. He had his mind on the man's God. If the God who worked in Elijah works in me, I can part the waters. Jesus said, these things that I do, ye shall do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Elijah part the, uh, part the waters, so Elisha part the waters too. Amen. So he took, so he struck the the water to the right and to the left and began and the and the water began to be troubling and had divided and he had walked on dry ground and there were fifty theologians the, uh, theological students, Amen, uh, um, out on the other side and watched this had happened and they cried, He got it, He got it, and that's what the world needs to say about the church today. Somebody needs to to uh, uh, to be able to step up where it's undeniable, and the government say he got it. The teachers say he got it. The church folks and the other leaders say he got it. Would that be you today? Can somebody point at you and say he got it? Lord Jesus, Elijah actually performed twice the number of miracles of Elijah. He got. Uh, a double portion of God's power and spirit. God's power is always on the ascending level, on the ascending scale. It never diminishes. So, church, whose mantle do you really want? Whose mantle do you really want? Now, let's bring it all home. The meaning of all this thanks to God, is found in the life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. Before Jesus rose from the dead and ascended to heaven, in the last six months of the Lord's life, amen, uh, uh, were primarily spent in trying to tell the disciples that he was going away. But that if he went away, things were going to be greater. He would send them another comforter, the Holy Spirit of the living God. His own unlimited invisible presence would come back. And through 
the power of the Holy Spirit, they would go greater. Uh, they, they would do greater things that he did here on the earth. Uh, Jesus was telling the apostles uh, that his power always acted on the ascending scale or the ascending level, uh, and that it was transferable, and that they would not be left orphans in this world. Amen. Whose glorious mantle do you want? When Jesus rose from the dead and spent many days with the disciple, hallelujah, then came to Mount Olive, hallelujah, to, to, to ascend back into heaven. A miraculous thing happened. A cloud came and received him out of their sight. And as the, these men stood looking up, two angels appeared dressed in white, said, Ye men of Galilee, why do ye stand here gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus, hallelujah, uh, that you saw taken up into the heavens uh, shall so come in like manner. Uh, as you have seen him go into heaven, hallelujah. And, and, and then, hallelujah, uh, they meant... Uh, he was coming back, uh, but uh, they really, uh, they were saying that Jesus was coming back, but they was really, uh, they really meant that uh, in a much more than uh, that which relates to uh, you and me, hallelujah, uh, 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 and then now he was talking about he was coming back in the form of the Holy Spirit. Spirit in us. Yesterday was talking about he will come back in the cloud uh, the last day when the trumpet blow, etc., etc. But he was coming back on the day of Pentecost. Jesus ascended into heaven so that so his coming back to you and me on the uh, uh, is on the ascension is is on a ascending level. Hallelujah. It is on the upward curve. That means when he comes into you and me, hallelujah, it is uh, with increased power over time as, uh, uh, over time he was on earth. It, 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 because now Jesus can operate not just in one city at a time, but all over the world at one time through us. Remember, the Son of Man could only be at one place at one time, but the Son of God now can be every place at one time because he redeemed us from the curse of the law by shedding his own blood. Uh, hallelujah. It is in a new dimension of power through the uh, new covenant he gave us through the Holy Spirit. And as he told us, we can do greater things when he come back on the uh, uh, when he came back on the day of Pentecost and filled us with the apostles and the rest of the disciples, hallelujah, with the Holy Spirit, they who had been unable to hear only a few folks were now able to do greater miracles and to win innumerable uh, thousands of people to God. In fact, they took the whole world because if they didn't, how did we get saved? How did we hear about Jesus? You see the power of God now? There was raising the dead. There was opening up blinded eyes. There was casting out devils. There was winning thousands. Uh, 3,000 was added to first service. Hallelujah. But the second and third service, 5,000 was added to that number. Where's that power? We could barely hold 25. Where's that power? 
What God are you serving? Couldn't be the one of the Bible. Because he's not a pacifist. He's not a wimp. He's the Lord of hosts. Only one-third of the angels fail. Y'all, y'all making Satan power equal to God. Preachers having a wife and a girlfriend and a wife and a boyfriend. Something wrong. Where's the power? God don't have enough power to keep you? Or you just don't want to be kept? I'll let you answer that for yourself. Hallelujah, Jesus. They took the whole world. That's because the power of God is transferable to you and I today. When we believe God, it is never diminished. Hallelujah. His power never diminished. It's always on the upward scale. Hallelujah. That's what the resurrection means. That is, uh, that is not over. Hallelujah. Jesus is not a dead man in a shroud somewhere. He's not back there in the tomb of Jerusalem. He is risen from the dead. He is alive and gloriously well. Christ Jesus ascended to his Father and sent back his mantle, the Holy Spirit of the living God. That's why I don't let no monkey tell you if you be under my ministry, uh, my mantle will be on you. You already received the mantle. You received the Holy Spirit of the living God, Christ's uh, own mantle. Who else mantle do you need? I don't want nobody else's mantle. They might have been uh, homosexual, start switching. I might start switching because I'm going after their mantle instead of Christ's. They might be cussers, and then I might start using profanity like never before. Why? I was after their mantle. Jesus was the only one born holy, raised holy, lived holy, taught holy, cast out demons holy, healed the sick holy, fed the thousands of multitude holy, called dead folks out of tombs holy. When he was betrayed, he still remained holy. When they beat him on his back, he still remained holy with the can of time whip. When they crowned him with thorns, he, he still remained holy. Pierced his hands and feet, still holy. Lifting him up on high, still holy. Died for our sins, holy. Went into hell, holy. Taking the keys of death, healing the grave from Satan, holy. And rose again, holy. With all power, heaven and earth in his hand, holy. And when, after the 40 days, being with the apostles and went and ascended on high, he sent us back his own mantle, the Holy Spirit. Whose glorious mantle do you really want? You want T.D. Jake's mantle or Jesus? Make a decision. You want your leader's uh, 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 mantle, or do you want Jesus' mantle? Make a decision. I don't want no, but my mantle's not good enough for you. I was a thug. Uh, I, I sold dope. Uh, I, I used to fornicate like crazy. You might get the, uh, the, the part that, Lord Jesus, uh, of my past. Our job is to point you to Jesus so he can give you his mantle. Not the Lord over you. 
not to weaken you from the power that is due you. And this is what happened. Leaders have weakened the church. Having everybody dependent on him, them, and their prayer or their anointing that once rested upon them. Yesterday's glory. What about today's glory? Where is it? Don't look at no men for their yesterday's anointing. Don't look at them for right now anointing. Where are you? All this COVID and stuff is going. Well, uh, prophets, what you prophesying now? Is it really going to get better? When the words say, in the last days, perilous times shall. So whose report you going to believe? That false prophet or the word of God? Who's your source? Are you letting God be God? Are you listening to that still, small voice for real? Are you listening to a bunch of hype and emotionalism? Let God be true and every man a liar, from the pulpit to the baptism, from the White House to the outhouse. Amen, saints. Christ paid a horrific price to empower you to go through this COVID, the poverty, sickness, disease. He empowered you to go through it all. But will you stand up? Will you pray and fast and lay out and have real fellowship with God? Not your leader, with God first so he can lead you to the right leader. Wherever you are around this world, to God. I'm pointing you to God, to his Christ. Not to me. I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. But I can tell you about a man. His name is Christ Jesus. Please give your life to him. He paid a horrific price to empower you to go through this, what we're going through. In other words, you will be, uh, uh, you're not going to make it. And I'm going to be honest with you. Without God, you're not going to make it. And I hate for some folks, somebody been in church 35, 40 years, get upset, start cussing when the trumpet is blowing. You've just missed it. Or some preacher get weak, laying down with uh, some woman or the female preacher laying down with some man that is not their husband and the trumpet blow, you don't make it because of a weak fleshly moment because your relationship wasn't tight and right with God, your first husband. Or proper line in the middle, proper line for uh, 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 in a dollar line having a dollar line, which is not scriptural. He said, bring your tithes and offering. That's it just being in, in one one bucket. Shouldn't even have to be no names on it. They didn't write no names on it back then. Want to know what folks make? None of your business what people make. 
And if they put the tithing offering in the bucket, they put it in the bucket. Put your tithe on this side and the offering on that side. I don't need to see no names. Oh, we do it for tax purposes. They didn't have tax purposes in, in the Bible. So why are you chasing after it now? Not just a count of heads in the government so they could stay in our business. Remember, they separated church and state. But yet, you keep putting the government back in our business. So God put Trump in office so he could put God back in government business. Because he's showing us to keep calling the name of Jesus, even if he may be a fake. Keep calling the name of Jesus in the White House and watch what Jesus do. <laughs> Let's be real. Where's the power? Whose mountain do you want? Quit chasing after men's anointing. Be original. Be you. Dare to be yourself in Christ Jesus. And when you dare to be yourself in Christ Jesus, being led by the Holy Spirit, possessing the fruit of his spirit, standing on God's word, you will see the power of God. You will raise the physical dead. You will open up the physical blinded eyes. You will win numerous of thousands of folks to Christ. Just because they got a big edifice, that don't mean that they are saved and with them 5,000 memberships. doesn't mean it. So who mountain do you really want? And the thing is, are you willing to bear your cross for it and love your enemies anyway on purpose, to forgive your enemies anyway on purpose, those who have wronged you, slandered your name, lied on you. Can you forgive them on purpose, the one that raped you when you was a little girl or a little boy? Can you forgive them on purpose in the name and by the blood of Jesus? Because if you don't forgive, how can God forgive you? And you're preaching. Are you in church every Sunday? Wondering why you're going through these cycles over and over again. Because of unforgiveness. How can he give you his mantle when you're holding on to Satan's mantle? I'm going to say that again. How can God give you his mantle? How can Christ give you his mantle, the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, when you're holding on to Satan's mantle with unforgiveness, the lust, the lying, the backbiting? God don't trick himself out. And he's not your sugar daddy. He's your father. And Jesus is your husband. He's not, he's not a playboy, and he can't be pimped. Let's get it right. He sees what's going on, and he has to honor his word. You can miss the rapture if you want to. I'm not. Let's get it right, church. Let's get it right. In Jesus' name. Father God, I pray that this word go deep in your people's spirit and that they will meditate on it over and over again. I pray that this word hunts them down that they really, really look at themselves, look at leadership, and most of all, to seek your face.
to look for you and that they be may be led and guided by your Holy Spirit, that they can hear your still small voice. Lead this church and go here. Lead that leadership and go there. Go to this, go to the right, go to the left. Keep straight. That they may be able to walk in their divine purpose. I pray for their children that as they watch them live holy and walk holy, that they will want to be holy. Because too many church folks children is out there in the world doing any and everything because people give more uh, time doing ministry instead of being ministry. And that's why their children is going off the hook. It's not following them. Because ministry starts at home, Lord. I pray that the that the saints of God start their ministry at home. Fathers taking his wife by the hand and having the children over and have a Bible study and prayer. Single parents doing the same thing with their children. From the pulpit to the back pews. That the pastors would treat their wives better. And spend more time with their wife and children. Because ministry starts at home. And the overflow to the congregation. God, I thank you for hearing this prayer. I thank you for manifesting the prayer. And I cover this prayer with the blood of Christ Jesus. Amen. If anyone have any comments at this time or any questions or need prayer, amen. The floor is open. The floor is open at this time. Amen. And let's not take a lot of time. You know, at least two minutes per person. But if anybody have anything that they need to say, amen, a comment, or any words of encouragement. Amen, somebody. Amen. That came from you tonight, Apostle. That, that um, That was awesome. Amen. It just gave me a better understanding of what the mantle is. Amen. The mantle that we that we have a desire to carry. Amen. That's that's the mantle, amen, to serve, that the mantle to to protect. Amen. Uh the mantle to keep that, that covenant relationship with God. Amen. And and that's that's the mantle, amen, that we desire, amen, that we want to carry. Amen. Is that mantle of Jesus Christ. And we thank God for the empowerment, amen, that you have empowered in, um, us tonight. And I pray that uh, the, um, definitely the words, amen, the, uh, the words that went forth tonight, amen, as I've been spreading across the word, uh, the world, uh, internationally, amen, as every every week, amen, we are, we are on here throughout the week, and we thank God for that, amen, uh, 
and also RRC, uh, RRC Radio Amen is expanding, Amen. And we just thank God for what He is doing uh, on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Praise God. Praise God. Go ahead. Hello. Apostle, this is Prophet Slay. How you doing? God hey. bless you, man, the God. Yes, God you bless you. How you praise doing, God, daughter? Praise God, praise God. I'm going to tell you what, you cut like a knife, but hallelujah anyhow. Thank you. <laughs> praise God for the word. I thank you, God. You know, that was one of the things I always tell my children, that I have to leave a legacy, you know, behind with my yes. with my children. That's my first ministry. It's been my, it's my children, my family. Amen, other than Christ himself. And I thank you, God, for the word, because I've said under many ministries over the years, and they, they would always take the, if you were around them, then you'd take their mantle, you know. You know, I never didn't really believe it, but I, that's what a lot of them would tell you, um, stuff like that, because I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm originally designed by God. So, but I thank God for the word. You encouraged me. You enlightened me. You strengthened me. So I thank God for your word. I thank God for the anointing in you that, because you just tell it like a T.I. is. Amen. And I thank God for you and, and just for you being a part of my life. And a lot of times I do call and I may not say nothing, but I have my little notes and I write little things down and, uh, and go through my scriptures again because I, what I really want to do is I want God's glory. I want to see his visible splendor on the earth. You know, and I try to lay before him and walk like him and talk like him and do an Im- image of who he is. And even though I may fall short, I know how to say, God, forgive me and move on. Amen. And I know how to repent. So I thank God for the word. I thank God for you. I thank you for the word. And because you always give me something to think on, to pray on, and then holler, repent, and say, ouch. <laughs> Amen. 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 Well, God bless you, Father. God bless you, too. God bless you. Amen. Uh, Anyone else, feel free. You're at home here. Blessings and honor to your consultation and all those that are on the line. I'm just so glad. I didn't think I was going to be able to join you tonight uh, because I had a prior engagement, but I was able to get in. So I thank God uh, that I was able to get in and hear uh, the words of the Lord to the church. Thanks for reminding us that we are fearful of the Lord. And that that makes just all this love for us because we are made as individuals and not as clones. So thank you so much for bringing that point home. Um, Amen. As a mother of grown children, um, I struggle with their need to be a clone. And so this is a good message that I will be able to share with them. Amen and amen. I'm so humbled and I give God the glory. Amen. Anybody else? There's Tabitha's little voice. Was she listening? 
<laughs> no, you know, she was in the she was in the service with me earlier from six thirty to eight thirty. Okay. So she's uh she's venting right now. She's getting free. <laughs> so she let me come on this one by myself. <laughs> Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Well, if there's anyone else that's on the line, this is the first time caller. If there's any first time callers today, bless God, uh, feel free to, to to share. Amen. Feel free to share. Well, bless God, bless God. But I'm going to turn it back into Apostle Erica's hands in the name of Jesus. And I want to thank you all very much. Uh, for your support and your love and your prayers in Jesus' name. And remember, I love you brand new in the name of Jesus. There's nothing you can do about it but love me back in Jesus' name. Amen. Back into your hands, Apostle Erica. All right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to ELR uh, Prophets. Because I just got to make just a couple of, couple of announcements, amen, for ELR Prophets and on our RPHN Radio, amen, throughout the week, amen. Um, don't forget, guys, on throughout the week, amen, um, the Fivefold uh, Ministry um, class is just, it's on Mondays, Mondays and Saturdays um, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, amen. Um, and that's Holies of Holies Lifestyle um, Internet, Ministries International, amen. Uh, for those who are calling in throughout on every Monday and every Saturday, amen, where you get uh, instructions, amen, um, you get some good sound doctrine, foundational teaching, amen, and you'll learn some stuff that you would not think about being taught, amen, even in the house of God or even through Bible college, amen. But I'm telling you, it's, it's powerful, amen. So for those who are tuning in um, live, and for those who are listening, amen, throughout the country, amen. For those who are listening, you can tune in, amen, every Monday and every Saturday, amen, throughout the week, amen. Apologies and Holes Lifestyle Ministries International, and that is for none other than our Chief Prelate, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate, amen. You can call in that time at one 8800 with the ministry code of seven six eight three one six three. We also have Amen. Definitely y'all tune in definitely on Tuesday night. Amen. Tuesday night on RPHN radio. Amen. None other than the illustrious Apostle Lucretia Prince. Amen. Our district ministries international. The threshing for biblical truth. Um every Tuesday at seven PM in the Eastern Standard Time, six thirty uh, PM Central Standard Time and 5:30 Pacific Standard Time. Um, definitely tune in with her throughout the week. Amen. Every Tuesday, uh, Tuesday. Okay, so definitely tune in. Amen. For those who want to inquire, Amen. Feel free to contact uh, uh, Chief Apostle or contact her directly. Amen. And y'all will hear. Amen. This powerful, powerful, powerful ministry that God has blessed her with. Amen. On Friday night, Amen. Of RPHM Radio. Um, World Priesthood, Holy Nation, Prophetic Revival. Um, join them every Friday night, amen, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, amen. And that's with Chief Apostle Rodney Tate, amen. And to sow a seed into PayPal me, forward slash Holy of Holies, or Cash App, 
um, dollar sign, World Priesthood, Holy Number 7. Amen. And for more information in reference to, amen, his, uh, the podcast of RPHN Radio, please call in at 1404-707-0022. Amen. And he will be glad. And the staff will definitely be glad to, uh, to connect with you in the kingdom. Amen. Um, ELR Prophetic Shift is our, our regular schedule. We are spreading the word of God internationally. On Tuesday night, we have in God's word. Amen. It's Prophet J. Muhammad at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday night, amen. Yours truly, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate, Apostolic Alignment at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thursday night, a mantle of prayer, Prophet Swindon Lane, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sunday morning, Nana, amen. Yours truly, amen. Raphael Robertson at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And our Sunday night is broken, uh, which is at 8. Uh, PM Eastern Standard Time. A speaker is too big now. Uh, so get in contact or connect with our podcast team. You can give us a call at 1-636-422-0344. And our podcast code is 615-3528. We have the same number but different podcast code. Amen. God bless you on tonight. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in. Amen on tonight. So that's the Apostle Kiss. Love you. Amen very much. Amen. Um, and may God continue to strengthen you. Amen. In this season. Amen, everybody. And I see a friend of mine, Rachel from high school. She called, she's calling in, apostle to listen in. So that's a blessing. Amen. We thank God for that. And there's a few other people that call in. Amen. But we give God glory for what he is doing. Amen. I'm going to, uh, turn this over to Prophetess, uh, um, to Prophetess Money. Amen. Yeah, tonight. And then we're going to have Apostle. Okay, Apostle. Are you, you still there, T? Yes, I'm right here. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Do what you do with some right. y'all's hands. I'm done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Prophetess. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for the word. Thank you, God, that you've hidden us behind the cross. We thank you, God, because you are God living us. We praise you, God. We adore you. And we magnify you. God, keep, wash us. Cleanse us. Keep us in your will. In the name of Jesus. And we pray for the man that God that brought the word tonight, God. Bless him. Keep him. Hold him. In the palm of your hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 God bless you guys. We love you. Amen. Amen. The sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. Continue to rest with you in this kingdom forevermore until we meet again. God bless you and love you all. Christ is all. God bless you. God bless y'all. Good night. God bless you. All right. God bless you. Shalom. 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 Shalom.